we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello, friends and demons, ghouls and goblins, boys and girls, men, women, children. I don't know. I don't know what how to invite. I, I, was I did really, okay with the ghouls. and. I was really excited to say ghouls and goblins, and then you said it. Oh, shit. Like, that's the only one I had. It's the only one I had. Ghouls and goblins. So, oh, man, so. So it's Halloween time. It is Halloween time. And we're going to divert from our Ascended Masters stuff that we've been doing for Yay! a bit. Yay! <laughs> we're so relieved. <laughs> And we're going to talk about something a little spookier. Yeah. Now, here's a... So, it always surprises people when I tell them that, like, I'm not a horror movie guy. I'm not... Like, I'm not really a Halloween guy. I love October. I love spooky stuff. And I'm the opposite. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. we didn't say our names yet, did we? No. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. Yes. Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I do... I like specific types of spooky. I'm wearing a Lovecraft shirt right now. Yeah. I love that shit. I also love like, I don't know, I love, uh, I like black magic, man. It's really fun to read about. Mm-hmm. And I was like racking my, racking my brain. What, how am I going to find a zombie story or an alien story? Right. Or, like, what should we do for Yeah, a what the hell? Like, I don't know how to do this because I'm not really, I don't know that media that well. Then you hit me with, uh, you, you sent me uh, this, this subreddit. Yes. Called... Three Kings. And what this is, is a repository for modern... Uh, paranormal modern... recipes or rituals is yeah. what the description of the subreddit says. Yeah, paranormal recipes or rituals. It's sort of... Can you even call it magic since it, the only point seems to be to make contact with the paranormal? You know? I think I think that qualifies yeah. a bit. I guess that is an intention. I don't know. But yeah, so this is like... There's like tons of these... You know, rituals, whether they're like, you can tell when some are just like stolen from creepypastas or like. Right. And some of them are just advanced versions of the good old Ouija board or Bloody Mary. They're very much in the vein of all of those old school sleepover games. Or like light as a feather, stiff as a board. You know, when you lay your friend down on the ground and everyone, light as a feather, stiff as a board. I've never done that. Yeah. My dad has. He told me about that once, but Yeah. But yeah. that is really interesting that like there are these games that you play with your friends or maybe by yourself to ha- have fun and and be scared a little bit. Except like a lot of these don't sound that fun. That's right. Yeah. That, so that's the thing. It's uh, some of this shit's real fucking creepy and real, real weird. <laughs> some of it's some of it's concerning. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm concerned about the people that want to do them. Yeah. Again, we undersold it a little bit. Um, under promise over deliver true yeah so yeah the name the three kings comes from the three kings ritual which i I must stress is not the same as gathering together with your friends every year on august 2nd to watch three kings the 1999 black comedy film about the gulf war directed by david o russell and starring George i have Clooney, never heard of that mark Wahlberg and ice cube i this is the first i'm hearing of um, that movie got good reviews it's a it's a it's a black comedy uh yeah set in the gulf war 
So you gather on August 2nd when the Gulf but, War started and you're with your friends. It's the Three Kings ritual. Has nothing, yeah. <laughs> has nothing to do with that, though. Don't, don't besmirch other people's rituals. Come on, we're here okay. to learn. All right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. All right. to the Three Kings lovers out there. It got good reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, this is not that. It comes from a post on reddit.com slash r slash no sleep. Yes, and the no sleep subreddit for those who aren't in the no parentheses sleep. Right. Um, <laughs> for yeah. those who aren't sleeping. Right. It It's a place where horror authors can go to publish their writing and... People will respond sort of in character, playing along as if the story that's being told is real. Now, a lot of these stories kind of break that rule by having their main character die at the end. And you're like, okay, how are you telling this story then? But also another popular method of storytelling on No Sleep is people publishing these rituals that you can do. Yeah. Right. And a lot of them have some... uh Real strong similarities to, to like actual ritual magic in structure and flavor and until shit gets weird. And some of these like are, they sound like they could work, you know? And apparently some of them do because there's people that then go ahead and publish their experiences doing the ritual. They'll say, oh, I did this ritual and now there's a spirit following me. And then there's other people that say, uh, well, nothing happened. Better luck next time. Yeah. So the experiences range quite significantly. Yeah. And I think some people are also just doing a little creative writing project. Oh, definitely. I, I always have fun trying to gauge, like, is this person yeah. doing a, are they doing a bit or, if, or are they somehow serious? So I don't know. I don't know. I've had, the thing is, I don't know. I'm not a Halloween guy, but I have had a lot of, like, the only paranormal shit I've had experience with is ghosty stuff. Yeah. Um, that's really like the only place that I would say that I've had weird shit happen. Never seen a UFO or nothing, but I've had some weird ghosty stuff, some weird spirit shit happen. Yeah. And the subreddit, by the way, r slash three kings, it's not just for the three kings right. uh, it's, ritual. It's for any of these paranormal ritual recipes. Yeah. And they, in fact, even have an index of all of them, which is very interesting to read through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super, it, like, yeah, it's become like a library of these games or something right. else, like a lot of people refer to them as. Including one called Gift of the Voice, where you can either speak to God or the devil via your pet dog. <laughs> but warning, your dog may die if you do it incorrectly. Yeah. So, like, okay, why would you ever do this? Why would you want the devil to enter your dog so it can talk to you? That just sounds straight up terrifying. I wouldn't want to do that. I mean, you've met Arcos. Yeah. You've met the boy. Oh, my God. Do you think God or the devil would enter Arcos? Both at the same time, always, Mm. forever fighting. Because they're the same. He's so cuddly and he's such a bastard. Or you could allow the devil to enter your body with the game Devil's Got Your Arm. Hey, go with that. Is that like, it's more it's a it's a hopped up version of Gotcha Nose. Yeah. Uh, and again, why would you want the? Mm, well, never mind. What? I thought of the answer Odyssey. to my question. Why would you want the devil inside your body? Mm. There's a there's a bunch of reasons why. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I could. Yeah. I don't personally. I'm all set. Yeah. But yeah, so I I thought for this uh I think for this episode we're just gonna like go through some of these. And uh, see what see what they say. And I've got a got a special something to compare them to later on. And yeah, let's take a trip, a Halloween trip, down uh, 
Black Magic Lane. Excellent. We'll start with Starting the, with the titular. Yes, with the titular Three Kings. You know what I'm going to tell you? Uh, what I like about this Three Kings ritual is that I think what it is is a legitimate meditative practice. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and actually quite a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be no. honest, if that's what you recognize it as, then this is a really great meditative practice, in my opinion. So this is one of the ones that, like, it wasn't the first one that I found, but it was when I actually read the, the titular ritual, I was like, oh, some of these are actually based on real ritual magic. Indeed. And, like, this is one of the, so, like, this is a version of a real-ass magic ritual. Yeah, and I almost wonder if the authors of these are even recognize that or if just by virtue of the layout of this genre, if it just ends up being similar to real stuff. Like, Yeah, maybe because you have the flavor in it from where the real stuff I think with this one, the dude did the reading. Yeah. I want to, uh, I'd bet on that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I'd bet it. All right. So this is a post on r slash no sleep called, oh, his name is Fable Forge. He definitely did the reading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, Please Don't Actually Try This is the title. Hey, no sleep. Long time no see. I've been posting bits and pieces of my life here, but I find them a little boring and self-serving. The last one about the Juvie instance was already like 70% made up, to my shame. So today I'll post a recipe instead. This is not creepypasta, at least not yet. And I'm writing it from a train in the NYC area. What I'm about to share with you today is one of the many relatively safe ways in which you can access, not quite enter, a place I call the Shadow Side. And its effectiveness depends on how seriously you take me. Your mileage may vary, refer to title. Okay, can we take a pause? Yeah. Its effectiveness depends on how seriously you take me. Yes. Extremely true statement when it comes to... Ritual magic. Yes, correct. It's, yeah, you have to... And so, if you do decide to try these things, just know that if you you try to do it from a place of, ah, I bet nothing will happen, but it, it won't. It just won't, you know? But if you believe... If you go all in, really let the sanity unwind before you get into this. Something weird will happen. Oh, definitely. Something, Something weird, weird will, will happen. 100% happen yeah, yeah, yeah. if you like take this seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, Something will happen. Okay. To keep that in mind. All right. I won't tell you that you shouldn't be afraid of the shadow side. Chances are you've already seen it after all. And merely think it was just a recurring dream. I will tell you, there is no need to be ignorantly afraid of it, though. There is a difference. Ignorance fuels fear, and fear can give that place a lot of juice to run on. You'll have to be big on preparation if you want to try this. It's like skydiving. If getting it right on your first try is not something you're good at, then this is not for you. <laughs> if you do drugs or alcohol the night of the event, you're going to have a bad time. Drugs <laughs> <Church> are bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going through some serious issues in your life and are not feeling mentally or spiritually stable, or if you're doing this just to escape, you're going to have a bad time. And if you don't follow my instructions, particularly the multiple backups I'll give you, which, trust me, are there for a reason, you're going to really have a bad time. The name of this game is The Three Kings, by the way. BTW. Yeah, it's BTWs. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, did, I wanted to read it. This is a writer. He's such a fucking writer. I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the ingredients, what you're going to need is a very large, empty, and quiet room with no windows. If windows are there, you got to be able to cover them up and ensure total gar- darkness. You need pitch, black. Basement works well uh, if they're big enough, you know. You need a pack of candles. You'll only use one if all goes well and a lighter. Hmm. Yeah. So you should preferably need one, but you need more just in case. If you fuck up, you might need more. Okay. If it doesn't go well, 
And you start having a bad time. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You'll need a bucket of water and a mug. Okay. A fan. Like, woohoo, our number one fan. No, like no, a, no, like a yeah. like an oscillating right. Yeah. yeah, two large mirrors like the one on your dresser. Don't worry, they won't be harmed. If they are, it'd be the least of your concerns. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Whoa, so spooky. Three chairs. Three chairs. So basically, like you in the middle in a chair, two chairs next to you, and propped up on the chairs are the mirrors. Yes. Yeah. So you're looking. You know, you've got... You can see them in your peripheral vision. Yeah. I'm thinking of like a, like a cone, you know, extending out. Like right, right, sort of there. like a pyramid structure. Like you're playing poker with two friends who, and y'all don't trust each other. It's like a Mexican standoff set up. Yeah, with yeah, you yeah. and your two reflections. Mm. You're going to need an alarm clock. Yep. You're going to need an active cell phone and don't forget to charge the goddamn battery. The goddamn battery. His words, not mine. Although I would have added it too. A loved one willing to follow rules and go along with all this madness. They must love you. If they don't, you're in trouble. This is actually a ritual to find out if your partner loves you. Yeah. Yeah. A small toy or dear object from your childhood is the last thing. Huh. I wonder what I would use. Hmm. Probably one of my stuffed animals. Yeah. I mean, that's the. Yeah. 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 All right. So how to do this around 11 p.m. That's setup time. Yeah. This is setup time. 11 p.m. Place one chair in the center of the room facing north. I suppose you could probably do it earlier, too, but... Don't fucking break the rules. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. I'm already fucking it up. Yeah, exactly. I'm already... No patience anymore. Okay. He says, this is... Place one chair in the center of the room facing north. This is important. Place the other two chairs exactly to the left and right facing your throne. Yep, like we just said. Okay, so this is interesting because we know that there's certain, like, princes of demons who rule over certain realms depending on... The direction, like north, south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- right? Demons definitely have, uh, yeah, so, okay. So I wonder if that ties into the importance of the facing north. Like, what? Yeah. what is the significance of the directions to this? Okay, because so, it's not explained, well, and let's I'm see, trying to explain it in my let's head. Let's see which one happens on the, because the right would be east, and that's where the sun rises. Yeah, so left where is the west. queen and the fool? Yeah. And the, okay. Queen and fool chairs left and right of you. So let's just assume that he's listing it in the direction. Like, it, you know, queen and fool left and right. Yeah. So, queen, so you're the king and you're facing north. You're the king in the middle. Oh, they're facing you. They're facing south, really. I don't know. I don't. It, we might be reading too okay. much into this. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving on. But he says north is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might be reading too much into this. <laughs> you should he be able He says it's important. He says it's important. I believe him. Don't know why. So you should be able... To perceive your own reflection in each of the two mirrors without actually having to turn your head nor your eyes to do so. If you see your own reflection in the corner of your eye, just barely there, then you've done it right. Okay? So, yeah, so, yeah, right at your periphery. Right. So they are kind of facing the direction. I can't read too much into it. Place the bucket of water and the mug in front of you, just barely out of reach. Place the fan behind you. Turn it on. Don't set it to maximum power. Medium or low is usually enough. Leave it on. Okay, so it's 11 o'clock. You're not going to do the ritual for another few hours, but you're leaving the fan on in the room. I wonder if this is almost like, so when you walk into the room, it's kind of cold in there, like (laughs) colder than the rest of the house. So it feels ultra spooky when you walk in there. And there's also that low, like, it's definitely going to be creepier with a, with a, just a fan running. Absolutely. There's another reason for the fan too, which we'll see in a, okay. in a minute. So 
turn off the lights, leave the door open, and go to your bedroom. Right. Set the candles by the side of the bed next to a lighter, your alarm clock, and your cell phone. Leave it all charging. Leave it charging. Set your alarm clock for 3.30 a.m. Witching hour. Yep. Turn off the lights and sleep while holding your power object. Get some rest. Better hold that teddy bear close. Watch that teddy bear go to sleep. <sighs> All right, so now... Showtime. It's, it's titled. <laughs> Showtime. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Your alarm clock's going off. It's 3.30. You want to take this part of it? Sure. Okay. So turn off your alarm clock, but do not turn on the light. Make sure your house is dark. Now you have three minutes to light your candle, grab your cell phone, and go to the dark room and sit in the chair. That should be plenty of time to do those things. And don't break your fucking neck on the way. (laughs) There should be plenty of time. So now it's 3.33. You're seated. Don't forget your power object. Don't forget your power object. Hold that stuffed animal tightly. And also check for potential red flags. Your cell phone needs to be charged if it's not. Abort the mission. Yeah, if it didn't charge for any reason, mm-hmm. if for some reason it like it just didn't charge, abort the mission. If your alarm didn't go off when it should have and you oversleep, just forget about the whole thing. Well, I think what this is saying is if it didn't go off exactly at 3.30, so if something changed the alarm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, abort okay. the mission. Okay, all right. And if you find that the door in the dark room with the fan and everything is closed, remember you left it open. Abort the mission. Yep. And if the fan is turned off, abort the mission. Yep. And if for any reason you have to abort the mission (laughs) due to any of the above, you better leave the house with your loved one. Remember, you do need a partner for this. Go to a hotel or something. That's what it says. Yeah. There's no need to run. (laughs) That's that's good. You can can kind of take your time. Uh, But you have time to grab a jacket and your keys and whatnot. But leave. Leave. And after 6 a.m., the coast should be clear. So, like, leave for two hours. Go to a hotel for two hours. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun. But if none of that happens and you don't have to abort the mission, (laughs) if all's going as planned, you can go to your throne. Yeah. Now, do not look directly at either of the two mirrors beside you. And do not let that candle go out. Remember, you had those three minutes to light your candle. Yep. Should have been sufficient time. Now the fan is behind you and you have to protect the candle with your body. Now this is, this is hard. You have a fan blowing like in your direction and you're holding a candle that's probably like going crazy because of the wind on it and you have to protect it. Well, yeah, that's so you, that's so you have to keep your focus on something that has nothing to do with the reflections. So they have to be as removed as possible from your focus. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no, oh, wait, they, says, they say there's a reason for this. You'll soon see right. in, in showtime. It's not that. Okay. Showtime section. So you got the candle. You have to protect it. It's your little baby. Okay. Look straight ahead at the darkness, not at the candle, not at the mirrors, just straight ahead. Now, eagle eyed readers surely noticed. I didn't say during setup, which chair was queen and which chair was fool. That's the whole thing. You're the king. And one of the mirrors is the queen. One is the fool. You don't know which it's your job to find out. And from their point of view, you are either their queen or their fool. Hence the three Kings. So 
in the point of view of the the mirror self. It's a Mexican standoff. Yeah, they view themselves as king. You're like, you're not king, I'm king. Mm. Who are you? I think you're the queen. No, I'm the king. But who's you're actually the- there? Yeah, it's just you. So what happens next? Says he won't spoil what happens next. Yeah, but suffice it to say, you won't be alone. And now it's question asking time. Yeah, you won't be alone. And if you have questions, you'll get answers. And time is the form of new questions. But hey, that's the story of humanity, eh? I hocked fuck off. Mm-hmm. Just stay put and try not to move. Again, do not look directly at the mirrors nor the candle, just straight ahead. Trust me. Don't chicken out either. You need to wait until 434. By 434, it's all over. It's okay to tremble a little bit. Just try not to. Oh, God, the theatric. It's so theatrical. Okay. So he. it looks like, <clears throat> yeah, not because it affects the ritual or anything. It's just a pussy thing to do well in polite company, he says about trembling. Hmm. Polite company of who? What are you doing? So, okay, here's the thing. So, so the idea is to not let the candle go out. So that's what the fan's for. Protecting the candle with your body, but if your body were to be suddenly moved, then the fan would turn off the candle. That's backup number one. Your loved one is backup number two. At 4.34, she has to come into the room and call your name. If that won't work, she has to call your cell phone. If that won't work, she has the glass of water in the bucket. She can't touch you, though. That's a newbie mistake. Backup number three is your item of power, the toy or locket or whatever object of strength you brought along for the ride. It'll show you the way if shit hits the fan. Multiple backups. You got to be like a Boy Scout if you do these things. If you half-ass it, half-ass it all the way so that it won't work. Worst you can do is take it seriously enough for it to work and not seriously enough to be prepared for the consequences. So what are these backups for? Okay, so... In case you, like, uh, trance out and, like, don't leave the room at 434? Well, in case something gets you. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I have a experience with this. We'll pull up in a, in a minute. But, like, the idea is that, you know... If you if you trance out or fall over, if something gets you, the fan blows the candle out uh-huh. and, and shuts off the ritual, you know. Two is 434, she has to come in and, you know, your loved one is definitely a sheep because this is Reddit after after all. And if they have loved ones, it's right. one poor, poor, poor girl they found to care about them. Um, she has to come into the room and call your name. If that won't work, she has to call your cell phone. And if that won't work, she has the glass of water in the bucket. That's to fucking first try a glass in your head and then a bucket if that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. She can't touch you, though. And then if you're too far gone, you're just going to have to rely on your teddy bear to get you the fuck out of there. Doesn't that make you feel comforted? Mm. So, yeah, you know, in typical, typical creepypasta fashion. So you want to visit the shadow side, eh? Yeah. You just got to do this shit. And Honestly, it's not too difficult. No, the actual ritual without all the silly backups is um, pretty simple. Right. 3.30 a.m., you, you sit in front of two mirrors. Is really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything else is just like window dressing for the backups and shit. And um, here's the thing. You sit in front of two mirrors with a, with a candle and you look straight ahead into the darkness. Yeah, weird as shit's going to happen. Yeah, especially it's- with the flame sort of going all over the place and like flickering around. You're going to get some weird shadows in there. Yeah. You're going to see some weird stuff. I saw a video of a guy doing it where um he recorded himself doing it, of course, and he got... So bored sitting there because nothing <laughs> was happening. He was like, okay, well, my power object is a picture of me and my mom. And I think my mom's spirit is protecting me too much. So nothing is happening. So I'm actually going to, I'm going to put my protection object aside. So. It's literally what it says. Don't do. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Of course, I called him all bullshit, silly. 
but that that was interesting to me that he that was part of his process of inviting something uh, crazy to happen. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, okay, now I'm going to remove the protections because I guess this isn't strong enough on its own to like spook me out. It's because you were filming it. Yeah, that that's too. why. Like, that's not part of the ritual. Yeah, you can't do that. It doesn't yep. work like that, man. It's got to be you. You can't be thinking about other people. You got to be there. You got to be present. Yeah, it's not a performance for yeah. everyone else. You're, no. It's your shadow side. You're inviting the shadow side to, to perform for you. Indeed. Yeah. So let's take a... You know, this, this ritual was, you know, got so popular that got, people do, that's the other thing. People do this shit. They do. They, and they thank, do shit. thankfully they upload their experiences with yeah. it. Yeah. So this is a post from nine years ago on Three Kings subreddit. Uh, it's called One King, A Knight, and the Beast. So I guess in a previous post, he uh, gave the backstory for why he wanted to do this. It's going to be long, so I'm going to con- condense it as we go. I'm just going to give the, the overview. Uh, he, he says, you know, he's an avid reader and writer, so he's going to use vocabulary to get the to the best of his abilities below. You know, he right. just wants it to be something readable. This isn't meant as a way to get karma. He's reassuring self. everyone, like, listen. It's going to sound like I, a writer thing, but I I know it. it seems like I'm writing a chapter in a book or something, but I'm just. The thing is, I think I might believe him. I, yeah. This is, uh, this is a good one. I mean, I would, if I was presenting my experience publicly, like on on a forum such as this where people can read it and reread it and share it. And I knew it was going to be immortalized on the internet. I might try my best to make it a good piece of writing. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. So especially if you have that ability. Yeah. So we got homeboy. We shall refer to him as homeboy. Homeboy. And his girlfriend. She stayed over to help him perform the ritual. And one of his best friends says they helped out a lot and really came through when they needed it. Uh, you know, it's the middle of winter. They got a nice thick candle, uh, wouldn't homeboy wouldn't burn his hand from dripping wax. Yeah. So they get back to his house around nine. They had to go out and buy a fan too. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spent money to do this. It's probably not. Fan's not too much. Yeah. That's pretty cheap. They get back to his house around nine. They went to the mall. She wanted to do a little bit of shopping while they were there, you know, so yeah. it's a little later. It's interesting to me that on the day that they did it, they made that currency energy exchange in order to do it like in the middle of winter we don't need a fan we're just buying it for this Mm. so in a way that almost it it adds a little bit of oomph to it like an extra bit of intention to charge the ritual i think yes like they spent actual money on it that day yes to accomplish it so i I think that that adds to it in my opinion money is the uh, currency is the best example of a magical thing in, right. In existence. It, like it is an imaginary thing, right? Money is yes. totally imaginary. The piece of paper is not the money. That's a piece of paper. The money is digits in a fucking, it's in a thing in the imagination. It's that an abstract artifact upon. of a concept. Yes. Yeah. And it, and it has very real consequences. Yeah. Right. So I think so that's magic right. right there. Yeah. I think that that contributed to maybe why this person's experience like worked out so well is like, you know, they had to go out and do this whole shopping journey in order to achieve this. You know, they probably spent like an hour of their day going to Kmart or wherever. This was nine years ago. Kmart was still around. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Kmart had the best commercials. Where's there ever Kmart's in malls? (laughs) Maybe. Probably. I think so. Fuck yeah, Kmart. Okay, so they went to Kmart to get their yeah. fan. That's what I'm imagining. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then they decided that having another friend over would be a, a good idea. So he convinced his best bud to come help us out. 
do you think it was his idea to invite invite him over? Or do you think it was it was hers? Like, oh, babe, you're gonna be doing, you know, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, she's like. Do you think she was scared or do you think she was just like, uh, I have to wake up at 3 a.m.? Well, let's make the most of it, I guess. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I was just I was just trying to make a joke about her two time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that. I'm, I still haven't figured out which one of us is the most paranoid. I th- I'm, lately I'm thinking it's me. Yeah, you. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, no, that's definitely. Totally that's, you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it says he'd, it didn't take much convincing to get this guy because he told him of his predicament earlier in the week and told him that he'd be performing the Three Kings ritual. So this other kid knows about this. What I was the kid, predicament? Like, what is the reason why they're doing this, by the way? Can we I, get a little backstory? I don't know. I have to, like, look we under this We have time to. Yeah, that's true. We can cut out the exploration. Oh, man. He, damn shit. I have to search through his fucking profile for nine years. He's been... Actually, he hasn't been that active. Go to okay. post and sort by date and then just scroll down. God the damn it. You're way better at this than me. Uh, I plan on trying the Three Kings. He's only posted twice. It's only these two. and uh, But he's commented throughout the years, like, yeah, a little bit. So, he's brought up in a Christian home. He's not really big on religion or the supernatural. He still has a healthy respect slash fear of creepy rituals. Uh, he read about the ritual No Sleep, um, along with some other occult stuff, and was interested. He decided against it initially because he didn't feel the need to, and quote, crap his pants. We're dealing with a child. Here's what I think. This is a creative writing project for this guy. And I think that this story where he's with his quote-unquote girlfriend and buddy is actually his version of the Three Kings coming out in this story, where his his friend in the story represents... Either, I don't know, maybe the fool or maybe the king. His girlfriend represents the queen and he represents maybe the fool or the king. We don't know. Mm. But I think that it's coming out in the story because I don't know if this guy actually did it. I don't know. I have questions. I'm. Well, what he says is he started having strange, horrific nightmares. Okay. Right at, soon after reading The Three Kings. Oh, okay. Which, yeah. which I've seen that in other posts Yep. written by other people. So in his dream... Uh, the shriveled corpse that slowly shuffles into his room, climbs onto his bed, and, like, crouches on his chest and starts to lean close to, to his face. So that's sleep paralysis. That's the thing. Something like that, yeah. yeah. It smiles at him with rotten teeth and seems to take pleasure from his fear. It doesn't have eyes, but instead has these dark, empty sockets that look blacker than the night. It gets increasingly hard to breathe, and I can't move almost at all while this thing sits on me. Okay, that's that sounds like, like a classic. classic place of sleep paralysis, right? That's what he thought, too. Right. Um, he says it's been happening every night or two for the past week and a half, though. Uh, now he can move his head during the dream, whatever it is, and the creature speaks to me. It tells me horrible things, and I've been starting to go crazy for a mixture of lack of sleep and unbridled terror. Told his girlfriend, and being a good Catholic girl, she gave him a rosary that was blessed by the previous pope. Well, that's your problem right there. Burn that motherfucker. <laughs> Get that shit out Don't of Don't turn to Catholicism to help you. Every bad Not thing in this case. ever talked about on this show, the Catholic Church is— We bring up the pope at some point. The Catholic Church is the— Big boss of all of this shit. Every bad thing we've ever talked about. The Catholic Church has done it, and they did it better, and they have more money than you ever— It's honestly true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking trick, every bad thing, they're the worst. So he's having sleep paralysis. This rotten corpse is crawling into his bed, and his Catholic girlfriend is like, Oh, I can help you. Uh, Blessed blessed Mother Mary will help out. It's not—I mean— if you believe it, oh, that's getting into the weeds. Usually he'd dismiss this idea, but recently he'd been so desperate that he decided to give it a try. So he's doing this to, so he ends up doing the ritual. Oh, wow. To, this post is huge. Yeah. I'm he had guessing, some weird shit. 
I'm guessing this ritual is connected to he's trying to figure out why weird shit is happening to him. Basically, why he's having weird dreams, why weird shit is happening. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whoa. Is this a oh, he had a dream that in, that involved the Three Kings ritual. Okay, so he decides to do it. Before he knew what it was or after? After. It all started okay. with the first time he read it. All right. Yep. I, you know, the message was probably in the dream. Like, you don't have to go forward with doing the ritual. If you remember the dream, that wasn't just a dream. That was a message for you. So, like, listen to it. He probably, oh, yeah. He probably just could have stopped there. Yeah, definitely, because he, he found the Three Kings ritual set up in his basement in the dream. He goes in there into the basement, spins around expecting to fight a monster, and he finds it set up. He, uh, he looks around, and it's totally empty except for the ritual setup. And then he starts hearing voices. He starts hearing them call him faintly, like whispers from around the corner, he says. Not knowing what to do, he sits down without looking at the mirrors, and then these voices asked, uh, DP4 man is his, um, <laughs> his name. Username. Yep. Uh, we can help you. All you have to do is come ask us, and we can rid you of this beast. I'm here now. Just tell me what to do, I said excitedly. The voices chuckled, not unpleasantly. They sounded amused, but they didn't sound hostile. They sounded like old friends I hadn't heard from them in a while. I don't know why, but I got the sense I could trust them. No, DP4 man, come speak with us when you are awake and we will help you. So they tell him to do, to do the also, ritual. But also, it could be that he's talking to himself. It's we will, yeah. like we will by, I mean, you know, by coming to grips with the Just entirety of who you, who you are, really looking at yourself, yeah. you'll rid yourself of the thing that's making you fucking miserable. Right. Which is, you know, just true. Like, that's just... Because who, who is everyone you're talking to in your dream but just a fractured version of yourself? You're looking at mirrors in the you're, ritual, too. It's literally too. It's, mirrors, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's why he's doing it, because he's a child and hasn't taken a course on psychology yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which okay. I can't blame him, because he's... He said crap. That's it. No crap. Says, no one says crap. Poopy, duty. You say poopy, you say shit. That's yeah. it. That's it. Both are acceptable. So, what this guy does, he um, sets everything up, turns the fan on, he's about to go upstairs. He got a really strange feeling, so he quickly set up a salt circle around his throne, which, that's not in the... Nope. Yeah. No, it's not. So, he, he sets up the salt circle, which, good, he's done some, he's done some, that's a thing, that's a thing. It is a thing. Uh, they went upstairs, left the door open, and waited. Homeboy showed up, uh, Homeboy 2 showed up around 12, his friend, and everyone made sure they were on the same page. They made plans so that if shit hit the fan, we wouldn't be scrambling to get out. Then told his friend that he could either sleep in my brother's room or he could crash on the main floor somewhere. He decided he would sleep on the couch in the front room of the house, which is fairly far away from the basement. Okay, whatever. Yeah, we don't care about that. I don't give a shit. Uh, so, sleeping, didn't, he couldn't sleep. His heart was racing, and it took all of his meditative skills to calm himself down. He's pretty new to meditation, so it didn't work as well as he would have liked. Everyone was having issues. No one was sleeping because... They were all too excited to yeah. do this. And also knowing that you have to wake up in like a couple hours kind of sucks. It's hard to like fall asleep when you're like, ooh, I have to wake up at 3.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't work. So he says he thinks he fell asleep for, for a little bit. He uh, quickly got up out of bed, got ready. He wore the rosary his girlfriend gave him as added protection. Grabbed his power object, which, which was a Game Boy Color, his favorite thing as a kid. Lit the candle, make sure his phone was fully charged, head downstairs. Top of the basement. So, so far he's doing everything correctly other than the yeah. salt circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. His loved ones wished him luck and told, told him they'd be there for him. Right. Door's still open. He could hear the fan running, so he went. Okay, so at this point, 
once he gets down there and he sits down and he's doing his thing, he starts losing track of time, which you that's to be expected when you're just sitting in a chair looking straight forward. Yeah. Right? And at the beginning of that, it's almost like when you're it's like when you're meditating. At the beginning, it can be a little boring. Yeah. But then you start to zone out and you're like, whoa. You kind of like lose track of time and then you sort of get lost in your thoughts because you're expecting to see something, especially because he had that prophetic dream, I imagine. Right, right. He's He has that expectation of- I mean, he's charged the fuck up right now. Exactly. Especially because he didn't sleep. He was just sort of laying there. He already did kind of a pre-meditation laying in his bed, just waiting for this to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then suddenly the candle started flickering and not a little bit. But a lot to the point where he's scared that it's going to go out and it's dancing around, which is casting strange shadows all around exactly what it's there for. Um, and at that point, he says he feels the atmosphere changing and he's still in his basement, but it doesn't feel like his basement. It feels like a different place, like he's shifting into realities. And now he starts to see movement in the mirrors and the light from the candle is dancing in his eyes. And now he's he's excited, but he's terrified. Yeah. And now he starts asking questions. And he's scared to, which I get because when you're doing a ritual and you start to talk out loud, it, it does it feels kind of weird to talk out Super loud weird. to no one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you're trying to talk to something. Yeah. Uh you don't you don't know what's gonna happen. So he asks. Am I still alone? Yeah, it, it always comes out, like he says, more timid than uh, than you think it will. It's weird. Yeah. I know the feeling of the room changing, though. Oh, like, me too. Yeah. Like, ooh, this feels different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a cool feeling. Especially in a basement. Like, I've been in basements where, like, you get a little stoned and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm in the, the bottom of a ship right now. Like, yeah. the underbelly of a, a ship. Because yeah. it just, it feels weird. Um, so immediately after he, he speaks, immediately after he asks if he's still alone, he feels uh, two distinct mental presences crash into him, he says. And I think that's really interesting language. Me too. From the left side, he felt an overwhelming sense of anger, depression, and hate. And what generally felt like, he says, evil incarnate. From the right, there came feelings of happiness, joy, and kindness. And was the complete opposite of the opposing force. Interesting. Yeah. It felt like I was no longer one person, but instead three entities fighting it out inside my inside of my body. I remember feeling squished inside my own body, and I was starting to shake. So he says that he felt squ- like squished, squeezed inside his own body. And he's and he shaking, to shake. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like nothing he'd ever felt before. I bet he's entering sort of that uh, waking trance state, almost like when people describe, uh, lucid dreaming or trying to astral project where they get into that in between asleep yeah, yeah, yeah. and wakeful state on purpose, especially cause he like d- hasn't really slept. Um, and he's sitting there in the dark. So he, he probably, he probably is in that in between state where he's kind of dreaming while awake. Yeah. Yeah. And the hypnagogic. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. And all the backups are there to make sure you don't burn the fucking house down. Yeah. With yep. the candle. Yep. That's what those are there for. <laughs> the water. Smart. 
the water in case you fucking tip over and burn the, the yeah. person that wrote this is a in, fucking magician man they, in they case actually you fall yeah, asleep yeah. and like yep okay still super fucking dangerous though like right. uh, yeah those i wouldn't trust those backups to be perfectly honest and that's also know. why you need to Just have someone else there don't fall asleep dog yeah it's fine but see, he says he was no longer seeing with his own eyes at this point he was now having a vision that's a beautiful statement yeah. No longer seeing with my own eyes. Like, if you know that feeling, then that it just... Yeah. He says maybe it was a dream. He's not sure exactly what it was, but he knew for sure that he was no longer consciously aware of his surroundings. And in his vision, he sees two people standing far apart facing one another. There's the dark creature from his dreams on the left, except now it was wielding a two-handed, big old two-handed sword. So it's the thing he's been dreaming about. Yeah. This weapon had an aura of darkness and was curved back and forth. It looked like the kind of weapon that would tear a person to shreds painfully. The other guy, he looked like a knight. He was decked out in a suit of white armor, had a golden sigil that looked like the cross imposed on the top of the Buddhist wheel, like the, you know, the wheel. Yeah. Do you know that, like the cross on top of that? That's a real thing, right? I don't know. Shit. I, I think it is. This weapon was a straight white sword. It glowed faintly. So they're standing about 10 feet away from one another in a field surrounded by a blood red sky. That's a... It's a hell of a dream. So Wow. So he's just sitting there and like this scene is happening around him. But also when you're sitting in the dark and a candle flame is like dancing around you and like you see this, this light is flashing through the darkness in the room and the room is supposed to be very dark, right? It's like when you look at the sun briefly, if you're in a darkness and you see like a little flash of really bright light that's gonna kind of cause those little bursts of color yeah yeah yeah. so i feel like that could create some very interesting landscapes around you what i used to do this is when i was a kid on the school bus remember when we were talking about the gateway experience and it was all about like they talked about like the idea that like the slow vibration could induce uh yes altered states so what i did this thing where like riding home on the school bus i would take naps with my head against the window of the bus, kind of rattling in it at the slow vibration of a, of a school bus rolling down yeah. the road and let the sunlight through the trees create all these geometric shapes. Behind your eyelids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would go into these wild trances. I was a child yeah. at this point. It explains a lot. I was just remembering that the That's, other day. I, I love to meditate outside and you kind of tilt your head up towards the sun and close your eyes and just let the... Let the closed eye visions come. Yeah, yeah. It makes some really cool shit. Yeah. So he's experiencing some open eye trance visuals. Yeah, I mean, they're like, he's looking at two big burly motherfuckers standing each other with weapons. Right. Staring each other down. And then they start talking, but not to each other. They start asking for his support in the battle. They give him basically a choice between who to support. The beast told him he'd crush his enemies beneath his feet and he'd never again be alone in the darkness. Uh, He'd never know pain because no one would ever be able to hurt him again. He promised power and prestige in exchange for his aid. At the night, he told me that he would watch over me and protect him from evil. He said that pain was a part of living. As long as I could learn to forgive, the pain would not matter. Nor would he have enemy. The knight claimed that he could help him solve his own problems and would teach him how to live truly and would bring him to enlightenment. So basically, it's the two wolves. There are two wolves in you. Which one do you feed? It's that, right. old, that, old, that old shtick. So he makes the right choice, you know? Uh, yeah, he, he chooses the knight. Yeah, he didn't know what to do. Uh, every time their swords clashed, it felt like the sound was resonating inside of him. You know, he, he he was terrified. He didn't know what to do. He definitely wasn't ready for this. And then, like, the knight starts losing ground. Dude gets scared. Um, and he decides quickly that he can't let the fucking beast win. And 
he he doesn't know how to describe it. It felt like his emotions poured out to the knight in support. And then so the the knight wins. He fucking casts the creature back into the fucking darkness and uh, he says, you're defeated. Crawl back to the darkness you came from and never rear your hideous face again or we shall obliterate you. This is so hardcore. Yeah, it really is. And then all of a sudden, the dude's back in his body along with a sense of pure joy and happiness. He knew that his dreams would be fine. And, you know, he heard, then he heard the knight's voice on his right, congratulating him for making the right choice. And this is kind of fucking lame. He, uh, he, he looked to his right and into the mirror, and he stood there leaning on the sheath sword, and I asked him who he was. He chuckled a little bit and replied, You still haven't figured it out? DP4, man, I'm you. And with that, he took oh off his God. helmet and revealed himself to be He's what like, looked like a more Shrek. elegant version of, yeah. of him. Yep, so... And then he also realizes that the beast that was, you know, involved in the whole fight was the decayed and twisted oh, yeah, version yeah. of him. So it was like yeah. his higher, like most elegant, handsome self fighting yeah, his, his twisted, decayed. Yeah, so then he gets a glass of water on his head. Okay. Yeah, because apparently they called down, he didn't reply, his friend and his girlfriend, and they... So said, he must have like fallen asleep a little bit or yeah, something. Yeah, he, he had a magical dream. Well, there you go. Yeah. Sometimes that's all you need. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is shortly after that. And then he says, why don't you try it for yourself? I can't say I'll be certain of mine. I don't recommend it to everyone who might have a psychological break. But all I can say is that for me, it was well worth the stress. Wow. Thanks for putting in the time to read all this and wish me luck, guys. Good luck to everyone who gives this a whirl. So there you go. Dude did a magic ritual and didn't even realize it. If it's it's real, I, I half believe it, half not. I, does it's he, embellished. Does he what say what he got out of it? Like, what did he? Yeah, he's gonna be a knight now. Yeah, he's gonna be all fucking handsome. Okay, Gandalf, nightman. All right. It, it just. I don't know. I'm as a judge on this deep nine years ago. He undersells how crazy this experience is a little bit. Oh, I think he's kind of young and wouldn't be able to yeah. properly appreciate the the depths of it if it if it did. Maybe uh, a very yeah. interesting story, though. Yeah, I love it. Do you believe it? No. Yeah. I think it's embellished. I think he yeah. had a, a, I think he had a cool dream and he wrote about it I, and yeah. he was inspired by the Three Kings ritual. I think he did the thing. It didn't happen as he said it did, but then he had a dream afterwards. Something in which like he, that. He chose the thing. Yeah. Or he just like in the mirrors you see. I don't know. But that is a thing that I wouldn't doubt could happen if you mm-hmm. so chose to do this. All right. So that is the titular Three Kings ritual. Yes. Something, I will say, something that'll do something. Should you do it. Just don't burn your house down, I think is the takeaway with that. Yeah, really. Be yeah. careful with that candle. Yeah. So I want to go through a couple more of these. These guys, a little shorter ones. So there's one I found called Water Portal in a Bowl. This one is really interesting. Title of the post is Procedure for Creating a Water Portal Procedure for creating a water por- water portal in a bowl. That's a hard thing to say. Water portal. When you're under pressure. <laughs> water portal, water, water portal. That's really cute. Those are cute sounding words next to each other. Water portal. Water portal. Yeah. Aw. Like, it sounds like a little Pokemon. It's like Squirtle's yeah, 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 yeah. weird cousin. Fucked up cousin. Yeah, yeah. Water portal. <laughs> war turtle is the second, is the first evolution of That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Fucking war turtle. This is not how to create a war turtle in a bowl. Sorry, you will be disappointed. <laughs> yes. Because that would be fucking rad. So this post is from three years ago. Uh, OP says, uh, I don't like saying that out loud. <laughs> the author says, I'm not supposed to share stuff like this, 
but I've decided it's stupid to keep secrets just for the sake of having secrets. He says uh, some background and a quick warning. It's not particularly safe. It uses interactions between light and water to create a strong connection to another realm, but you have no control over where exactly you connect to or what might be there. You might run run into something really bad, something really good, something in between, whatever. Something so strange and different from us that it might as well be something so strange and different from us that that it might as well be malicious, which is a a good line. Good job, dude. Or you might make a connection to the astral equivalent of a dusty old storage closet. So you don't know where the fuck you're going. He says it's very old and he's seen copies of a document supposedly supposedly written by Robert Grotesque, who was a Robert Grotesque, 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 Grosset. Nope. Grosgesque. Gross test. Gross test. Robert Gross test. Water portal guess. God damn it. <laughs> Which is so I looked up that name. Um, this smells like bullshit to me. Yeah, you can't really read a lot of Robert Gross Test's books. He was a Catholic mystic who did do some shit. He was a guy. Uh-huh. He was an actual actual. He guy surely was a man of. that ex- existed. Yeah, he was a mystic and, and scientist and shit. I think it was seventeen hundreds. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't honestly find actually into this. this is pretty believable. Like staring yeah. into a water portal is like kind of of the hyper paranormal things. Right. That's one of the, I like this one. The first things that you could do to sort of like scry. Yeah. You know? And also like water. Water's fucking spooky, man. Water is reflective. Water's fucking spooky as shit. We're all water. Everything's fucking water. Water dude. is good for your health. Water's weirder than you think. Yeah. And light too. Light's also weirder than you fucking think. Mm-hmm. It's the fastest shit. So what is you, it? What is even this like? I don't know. You We're can going create a water portal. Yeah. With light and water. I like this one. <laughs> so what you need is you need a large glass bowl, clear, so it can large enough to fit two candles while still allowing you to completely submerge at least one hand. So like a big ass glass bowl. Large enough to submerge two candles. That's a weird way to describe large, like what size you need. Are you going to put two candles Large in it? Large enough to fit two candles while still allowing you to completely submerge your hand. You are going to put candles in it. In the water bowl. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. Like floating tea lights or what? No. We'll get to that in a second. How? I Okay. It's literally the next bullet point. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. That's what I get for not scrolling down on the page. I'll tell you. I'll explain this. I'll okay. Explain. Expl- explain. So you need two identical candles. For practical purposes, they need to be exactly the same length and as skinny as possible. Okay. Right. They need to be fucking identical. Skinny and a, candle. A third can, and then you need a third candle that does not have to be identical to the other two. All right. But it can be. And then you need something to attach to the bottom of each candle to prevent them from floating. Or glue to stick to the candles to the bottom of the bowl. Okay. Right. And they this need is to an be, odd. This is odd. Yeah. They need to be taller than the bowl too. Right. Yeah. So they stick up above the water. Yeah. Obviously. So then you need something to light the candles. Right. <laughs> yes. Otherwise, you just got three... Sticks in yeah. your or two, two sticks. Then you just got two sticks in a bowl, and what the fuck yeah. is that? So optional. You need someone to help. Maybe some something to break the bowl and or mirror. A hammer works really well. Oh, you're gonna break the bowl at, at a certain point, or the mirror in case you need to. Yeah. Well, okay. in case you need to, it's not. It's optional. All right. You need a cup of concentrated salt water and some towels to clean up water should it come to that. Right. Right. So. Any time of day you can do it, you gotta, but you got to go to a location that's completely dark. You can have lights on while you set things up, of course. Place the mirror on a flat surface, a table, floor, whatever. It has to be flat, though. And uh, with the reflective side up, put the bowl on the mirror, fill the bowl with water, put the candles in the bowl next to each other so that they're sticking right. out of the out And of the glue water. them to the bowl if you need to. Yeah. 
Which is so weird to me. Right. Because what you got to do is then wait a few minutes to calm so that it's perfectly fucking still. Right. And then you got to figure out a way to light both candles at the same time. That's why. And where's the third candle in this? You're holding that. Oh, okay. The candle you're holding is to give you light. Because mm. you need it. For what you do is you basically, yeah, so there's no incantations yet. You light both candles and then you let them go down. You just wait and sit until they burn down to the water and go out. The annoying part is that in order for it to work, they have to go out at, you know, pretty much the exact same time. Okay. Yeah, that's why they need to be identical. In that's like why they have way. to be lit at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, you know, it, he says it's occasionally worked with as much as four or five seconds between burnouts. So it's worth it to take a moment to check whether or not anything interesting is happening before giving up. But about past that, you know, you're fucked. It won't work if you cheat or blow one or both candles out. You know, they have to get burned down. But you can look into the bowl while the candles are burning. Just don't disturb the surface of the water. That's super important. You might see some interesting things even before the candles burn out. So you are, you've got a mirror and then a bowl of water and then candles on top of the water. You're looking through a bunch of weird shit in the dark. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're going to see some crazy bullshit. This is elaborate. Yeah. If you see something you don't like before the candles burn out, you can terminate the procedure by blowing them out and dumping the water. So he says the original manuscript, the gross test manuscript, contains some magic words. Uh, the protect- practitioner was supposed to recite the words, I say this not as myself, but as Enki. When the light is extinguished, oh. let a bridge be made after lighting like an, candles. An Enki? Like an Enki. Yeah, Sumerian beast man god. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that this is from the 1700s. Yeah, no, I think Grotesque was saying it was even older. Yeah. But I think this dude is just telling stories. But this incant, he says the, the magic spell doesn't appear to have any actual effect on the procedure. It's not necessary. It's just some shit that was in there. It's just okay. a technique. It doesn't seem to be more or less likely to work if you say the words. Okay. There's no so, apparent effect yet. So after the two candles in the bowl go out and are yep. burnt by the water, then you light the third candle, which isn't necessary, but it's nice. Because yeah. you can use it to see what's happening. Well, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah uh, it's good to be able to see. Yeah. Cool. If the procedure worked, the water in the bowl is now present both where you are and also somewhere else. So basically, you're you're looking through a portal. You're sending the water through universes. Yes. And then the water becomes a barrier between universes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I told I love you, this it. one was good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit's fucking sick. There's no, uh, you can slowly place a hand into the water and feel around. You might feel things. You know, I you wouldn't look do it. I would not do that. I'd look in. Like, uh, he says there's no telling what you will experience because there's no telling what you're connected to. No telling. I don't like the idea of putting my hand in it. And yeah, fuck all that. Fuck that. No, That's bullshit. Or, you know, it also depends on whether it's or not. It's just the- like, oh my God, this is like a demon writing instructions for like his personal glory hole. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your hand through it. You don't, you never know what yeah. you're going to find. Dude, there's one fucking, there's one guy <laughs> who really knows exactly demon. where all these things go. Yeah. They're all coming in. Uh-huh. Just, just stick your hand in. Just, yeah, you feel different things because you're grabbing different parts of him. He's a, he's a giant cosmic demon. You don't know how big that motherfucker is. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. He says uh, some of the more common experiences include seeing strange scenes of other places or things in the water. It can be very interesting, although details are often hard to make out. You might see strange distortions in the mirror's reflection of the real world, you know. The reflection might be scrambled, missing parts or blurred. Yeah. Some place, but not others. Random things or parts of a thing might appear or disappear. 
They're interesting too, usually incomprehensible. Feeling things, you might feel pressure as if your hand is interacting with things that aren't there. It's common to be able to feel something in the water but not see it. Yeah, I bet. The phantom objects might be stationary or they might move around. They might have the same shape or they might seem to change shape over time. You might feel moving pressure on your hand as if something is interacting with you or trying to explore your hand. Water. Yeah. Uh, other anomalies in the water. The water might suddenly get very cold or very hot or be inexplicably cold in some places and hot in others. It's important to remember these are just examples. Less common things include clearly seeing only one specific thing in the water. The thing might be more clear and distinct than the shadow scenes. Caution. If you see a specific distinct thing in the water and or mirror, it's likely because something on the other side is making an effort to show it to you. I hate it. Yeah. Okay. This means that something has noticed you and taken an interest in interacting. I don't, I'm, okay. It's not necessarily bad, but remember the warnings. Right. Uh, major disturbances water, if it starts sloshing around violently for no reason, start to boil or freeze solid. I mean, yeah, if you're sitting there with a, a bowl of water and it just freezes yeah, randomly, yeah, yeah. Well, fuck that's, out of that. cer- that's certainly an anomaly. You that's not hammer. normal. Get the fucking hammer. Or s- suddenly vanishes from the bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or seem to vanish from the bowl as if it was draining away to somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, wow. Something might start to come out of the water. No. The connection made by the procedure Don't like is not that. strong enough to allow things to actually to actually pass between worlds, but there are things that can move between worlds on their own. And one of them might want to see what's on the other side of the connection mm. in person, uh, so to speak. Oh, and this is when you, th- if that happens and something starts to come out, you throw the salt water in Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, break the bowl, the mirror, throw the salt water. It might be malicious or not, but also like, nah. We're not doing that. No, you don't. You don't take that chance. You. Mm-mm. We've all seen Stranger Things. Um, so, or a real solid object uh-huh. might appear in the water. Yeah, it could be anything. He writes, "If this happens, it's because something made an effort to put it there." What you do with that object is up to you, but I would be—I would definitely be very careful with it. <laughs> There is no known way to make an object go back once it appears in the bowl. It's, it's your, your problem, problem to deal with yeah, it. It's your problem to deal with it, dude. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, be ready for anything, basically. Yeah. He says sometimes they keep burning once they go past the waterline. Yeah. yeah. If it keeps burning while underwater. Um, yeah. So he says mm-hmm. a more dramatic version is to do it with your hand in the water as the fucking candles go out, which is more hardcore than my than I am. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that I like this. I like that one. I fucking like this it one. A lot. Would definitely like trip you out. Yeah, man. And I don't sure. know. Water's weird, dude. Water and light are both real weird. If anything could do it, I think that might be it. You know, there's like there's the double slit experiment, like showing that photons don't necessarily behave uh, according to according to uh, the rules for how we think they should. You know, the whole the whole double slit experiment and the fucking waves and the particles and people say that they all that it's the quantum yeah woo-woo all of those layers of, really of reflections experience. would really be like whoa do some funky shit man yeah you're gonna see some funky yeah. shit Photons that's exactly weird. the right term for it funky shit hmm. i like it we, we just laughed laughed a bit about a joke we cut <laughs> <laughs> some jokes just can't be told on air so this one now this is uh this is a hardcore, hardcore ritual. <laughs> what What do you mean by hardcore? I mean, it's only, it's only for the most hardcore practitioners. 
Okay. Oh it, yeah. So this is for people that have already done three kings. And this, yeah. Oh, and I like how it has the tag approved rituals. Yeah. Like Indeed. this is this is legit. The witch's window. It's one of the oldest summoning rituals in the world. Okay. Variations of practice appearing in records dating back to the ancient Egyptians. Its legacy is still felt today in techniques such as scrying and myths about and myths such as Bloody Mary. The true purpose of this ritual is to make contact with the spirits of the dead, whether to seek information or merely communicate with the souls of deceased loved ones. While relatively simple, it can be highly dangerous, both mentally and physically. Oh. During the 19th century... No, I'm not going to keep going with the whole fucking made-up-ass history with this shit. That's too long. What you got to do... okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, some of this is really ridiculous, and I love this this creative writing. So this comes from... A, med- a medium who uses the stage name Azarian. Yes. Who supposedly performed this technique, the witch's window technique, with tragic consequences. God damn it, right, I forgot about it, this. It will never be known what happened that night, but Azarian. Who, is is that someone's last name? It's just the, it's... Who am I it's, thinking it's of? It's the back half of, uh, of a lot of common um, Armenian names. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Up until that point, until that night, he had no history of mental illness. But then he murdered five guests who were visiting him with a shard of a broken mirror. And then he slit his own wrist. And even more bizarre, none of the victims appeared to have put up a struggle or even attempted to leave their seats. I think, I think that it sounds was like a in, shitty horror movie. I think that was in a D and a fucking D and D game that I ran, a Pathfinder game with the Pathfinder Adventure Path. There was a room in a haunted house that had a haunt that was just like that. No shit. Any of my the people that played in that game remember that? Yeah. Get, get at me. Did they? Is that is that homeboy's house? Hey, this this guy Azarian. He's he's not real. No, Come on. no, no, no. Shit. Just you're ruining the you're breaking you're breaking the. You're breaking the illusion. I know, but I'm just like, what is Azarian? A fake Armenian. It's an Armenian surname. Yeah. That's for sure. Okay. You know, it sounds. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a first thing someone would think of. Right. It's not the best. No, it's not. What made the event even more bizarre is that none of the victims appeared to have put up a struggle, or even attempted to leave their seats, despite the fact. Azarian had apparently walked around the room and stabbed each guest a number of times in the chest. Instead, each guest was found still staring at the broken mirror with lifeless eyes and a look of abject horror etched into the Oh, my God. This is so stupid. Uh-huh. Like, it's really yeah. written, like, stupidly. Yeah, no. Like a just, bad creepypasta. Yeah. yeah, this is my example of a bad creepypasta one. Right. Yeah. I like that it's trying to build its own mythology by suggesting that events that totally never happened, like, did happen and trying to sell it as if it's um real i do enjoy that holy shit we're just back with the ascended masters again yeah god damn it it never leaves it's but that's the fun thing about like no sleep too is because it it grants you a little bit more immersion into these into the story and it's fun sometimes to suspend your disbelief and like read these and read the experiences that come from these but also some people seem to start off doing it for fun and then they try it out 
and then they don't get enough sleep that night and oh fuck oh shit there's a woman in a white kimono and she's stalking me yeah 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 like but this one so let me finish uh go for I, it i just want to tell you the basic the witch's basic window this. yeah so you stand a small mirror onto a table in the corner of the room Place two candles on either side of the mirror. The mirrors have played into all mirrors the ones candles, that we've dude. talked about so far. Yeah, mirrors and candles, light and reflection. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, you draw a circle of salt around the mirror and the candles, which was an additive to the first one that we talked about, the original Three Kings ritual. Mm-hmm. He knew to add the circle of salt. Right, probably, as sort of a protective barrier. Because it's just in the in the shit. Make sure the circle's never broken. Uh, so... Then you then place a chair directly in front of the table with the back of it facing the mirror. So like you, so it's facing any cardinal direction. Yeah. But the mirror on the table is in the back. So you're not looking. at Yeah. Make it as dark as possible. Switching out any and all lights. Put up a second set of curtains if necessary. Then you start. Light both candles. Kneel down in front of the mirror. And in your mind, picture an endless corridor stretching out into infinity behind the glass. Mm, And then, uh, what's that? Hallway. Yeah. And then, um. Try to picture a relative or loved one and then quietly, but as quick as you can, you make your way from the table and sit in the chair facing away from the mirror. During this time, you may feel that something is coming or even see in your mind's eye a figure beginning to travel down the corridor towards the mirror. This is common. You must remain calm, but make sure that absolutely no point from you sitting at the chair until the end of the ritual. Do you look at the mirror? He writes, I cannot stress this enough. Do not, no matter what you feel or hear, even if you are certain that you are in contact with a loved one, do not look at the mirror until the ritual is over and the witch's window is closed. See, all this mirror shit, I don't like it at all. I don't fuck with this mirror shit. Yeah. It really, like, it scares me. I don't sleep with a mirror across from me. Really? And, like, no, because in, like, feng shui and stuff and just in general, mirrors are supposed to be a portal. So if you sleep with a mirror across from you, like, it's almost like... In inviting, I don't know. Well, I, yeah. Like, I don't really like to see my reflection and my peripheral also when I'm hanging out in bed. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just, no, it's okay. distracting and yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so all, all these mirror rituals, I'm like, uh-uh. She gets no, weird with a mirror. Man. I'm good. I will do like eye gazing with myself in the mirror as like a self hypnosis strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the whole, I'm in, inviting another thing to be there because the Troxler effect is real. Oh, that's when shit looks all fucked up? When, yeah, that's when yeah. you look in a mirror long enough that your face starts to look like something and someone else and maybe even not human. I really have a way with words, don't I? That's yeah. the Troxler effect. Oh, that's when shit looks all fucked up, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what it is, though. <laughs> that's when your face looks all fucked up. And you know what? Like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of scaring myself. Yeah, and I guess it doesn't have to be scary, but when you're sitting there in the dark and there's all of this, like, setup where it's like, and if you do this wrong, you need to leave the house and blah, 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 or, like, all of these different backups, it it, it gives you this air of uh, danger. So it's, it's hard not to feel a little bit fearful when there's all of this yeah. danger warnings in the instructions. Yeah. Well, so the point of this ritual is that you, when you wait silently after fucking doing all this silly bullshit, you can't look, turn back and look at the mirror, right? You can't fucking turn around and look at it. So you have to sit there and like, it puts a level of fear on you. 
That fucks it. And you start to think about like, ooh, what if there is something behind me? Is something behind me watching me? Because when you start to think about that, you can almost feel like the hairs on the back of your neck start to rise. Like you can almost feel something breathing on you that's not there just by thinking about it too hard. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what that instruction's there for. But the point is that so once you after 30 seconds, spirits enter the room. Um, and you're free to start asking them questions and shit. And they're it's always with the questions. Box. Yeah. Well, what else, you know, what else are you doing this for? What else is like a Ouija board for? Well, man, I mean, spiritual, spiritualism, like contacting spirits and shit always has a divinatory bent to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? By like, the way, Ouija or Ouija? Um, I say Ouija. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Ouija. where it's, Ouija. Where does that, that Ouija. last eye? That's, uh, I like it. Cause it's cute. Ouija. It is, but it's not how it's spelled. It Water spelled portal. Like that. Ouija the water portal. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I can see it in my head. I'm going to start a fucking (laughs) game of Pokemon and name my (laughs) Squirtle Ouija the water portal. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So yeah, yeah, all these divinatory things. Yes. So now, I don't know. So what's your, what's your stance on, okay. Between the like the spirit model and the purely psychological model of explaining weird shit. Where do you fall on that? Like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other paradigms that you could go to, but between those two, because I follow- think they're, to me, they're almost one and the same. Like actual other discarnate spirits. Yeah, I think they impact each other because I think almost in order to see them and interact with them, you have to kind of, I don't know, do a little bit of an initiation, sort of demonstrate your willingness to believe and that's why these little rituals exist is to sort you're opting in to the experience by giving your energy over to this stuff yeah yeah and like the first ritual said you know how effective it is depends on um how willing you are to believe it yeah i mean i think of i'm pretty much the exact same place Uh, right like i think it is paranormal but i think it's almost like your mind can create paranormal experiences for you okay so you don't think they're actual things totally outside of you i think they are but i think it's almost like like you gotta know what phone number to call to reach them like you there's different pathways to get there there's different numbers you could call (laughs) <laughs> to get to them. Yeah. Okay. I'm in the same, I'm in the same exact place. Right. Yeah. Like there's many different ways that you could access these entities, these archetypes, whatever you want to call them. And this is kind of one way to do it. Right. Cause you communicate like your, your, your mind, your consciousness is the phone. Yes. And the way the, this phone communicates is with symbols and allegory and with tricks and shit. Yeah. And you're trying to fucking get it to uh, okay, I understand the metaphor now. To tap to, into to a certain at the yeah. right frequency, you know. To, <laughs> you get all right? the, the frequency like vibration the metaphors, metaphor but they do make the sense. Like to, they're so played out and they sound so stupid, but they actually they're so the out, they're right? the they make the most perfect sense for what yeah, you're it's, describing. It's the refined metaphor. You have to be dialed into the right channel, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a different frequency, FM radio stations and shit. Right. It's almost like, um, like Sirius XM, XM XM radio. radio. Like in order to get that Sirius XM, you got to give them some money. And in order to get to like the fucking dinner with the shadow man XM or three Kings XM, you gotta, you gotta do the whole setup. You gotta get someone else involved in it. You know, you're, you have to do that energy exchange. 
Well, and by doing that, you're able to access um, those frequencies, that channel, if you will. Well, let's say that, you know, the mind or the, the brain and the body have this way of shutting down your ability to see the paranormal shit. Well, it's just my total view on the thing is very complicated, but just for fucking Halloween's sake, we're going to go down this road. Okay. You know what I mean? So if the brain and body and mind, the whole system that we are, has this way of shutting down our ability to see the other spirits and discarnate entities, the whole super spectrum of fucking energy and shit, right? Right. Well, that's because, like, if we could just always see everything— We couldn't live our lives. We'd starve. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just not— We wouldn't be able to do anything. Certainly wouldn't be able to procreate. If you knew there was always fucking goblins watching you every time you tried to fuck, that wouldn't work. Right. Wouldn't work. I think— you know, we, we just don't have time to explore those things, really. Right. So, I like, mean, most people don't. Like, who who can who bothers to tap into their psychic abilities and talk to their shadow side and whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the point of these rituals is to, like, it's security bypasses through the locks yeah. that your brain has put on to stop you from doing the thing that would, you know, just prevent you from eating, sleeping, and procreating, which is seeing all the spooky. That's right? a fun interpretation. Yeah, so you're like, all these symbols and shit are just like, and mirrors and all these tricks are just ways to like tell your brain, even spending the money, it's telling your subconscious that we really do mean to do this. This is okay. This is safe. Right. And so it lets the doors open and allows you to access the the master controls of the, 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 the telephone switchboard. Yeah. You know? I've heard it. I love the term, the synchronicity slipstream. Like when you start to notice different connections between things and you really get like, you can kind of get swept away with the tide of uh, thinking too, a little bit too hard about stuff and just like your perception shifts out of reality and into something where it's like, oh, I mentioned that thing earlier and now 45 minutes later it's being reflected back to me in like a conversation that I'm overhearing right now. They're saying the exact same thing that I said an hour ago and then more of those things start to pile up throughout the day and it's just like whoa today's a weird day it happens you're caught in like the synchronicity slipstream my favorite shit's when you know it's gonna be a weird day the moment you wake yeah. up and then it just keeps fucking. and i feel like this is just one way for people to like access that part of their brain that enables yeah, yeah. you to kind of when your eyes are not your own right that's how he described it when right when your eyes yeah, are yeah, not yeah. Your own? I love that. Yeah, you're not seeing through your own eyes, uh, but you're having a vision. You wanted to try one of these, right? Yes, and it's it's one that I've done myself. Okay. I just accidentally closed out of the tab. Fucked up, dog. Let me open it back up, reopen my last closed tab. Ooh, that's not the right one, even. It's Halloween, so we've been drinking, too. So this was posted nine years ago. And it's posted recipe doors to the mind. And I love that these are titled as recipes because come on recipe. All right. I mean, that's what it is, man. Trying to make a spooky cake. Okay. The author writes, it's pretty simple. Actually, nothing as hardcore as the three Kings stuff, which I would actually never do myself. But I saw something on here that reminded me of this game I played when I was little. You only need a friend and maybe a pillow if you'd like, but the results can be a little surprising and there's a few warning signs to heed when exploring the doors of your dot, dot, dot mind. Cue Twilight Zone (laughs) music. So here we go. Dim the lights, maybe light a few candles. The name of the game is to put you in a little meditative state. You need to be nice and relaxed, be able to have a free mind, and that's the most important thing for this to work. 
So you got to be nice and comfy and relax. This uh, author likes to use a bunch of repeating vowels to emphasize the words relax. Mm. The only useful door to your mind is an open one. (laughs) So you lay your head in your partner's lap. Pillows are nice. Make sure you're facing up and then your friend's going to rub your temples in a slow circular motion and you got to relax them. That's the key thing. And make sure you keep a nice steady tempo. Doesn't sound spooky at all. A lot about like putting them into a trance and then your friend's going to guide you and you're going to let your mind guide you and your imagination do all the work. You're going to have your eyes closed and you're going to have this back and forth where you're going to be relaying descriptive information to your friend about your surroundings and such. And, um, yeah, you're just simply going to answer your partner's questions without hesitation as, as the answers come to you in your mind's eye. So, uh, there's a few warnings and tips. This doesn't sound all that Halloween yet. I guess it depends on the mind. Well, I guess... There, there's a lot of interesting um, experiences, but I think what makes it Halloweeny is that it's kind of it's it's giving you a, a recipe to your subconscious, really, to like this sort of dream realm. It's a door to your mind. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, we're gonna. Some of the warnings are a little creepy. Like, uh, if you go into a room full of clocks, leave immediately or try to. Oh, that's, that's creepy. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't know what the big deal behind this is, is. but all I know is that it's a big deal. You could stay if you wish, but don't say I didn't warn you. And you shouldn't touch any of the clocks either. If you do, just don't say I didn't warn you. Anybody have any idea why a room full of clocks would be bad, they ask? They are. They also say... This won't be helpful, but I remember something bad about seeing old ladies too. Shrug. Anybody have any ideas about that as well? This is just stuff I remember from being a kid. Subconscious reminders of the inevitability of death. That's what it is. Clocks and old ladies, yep. yeah. It's my nightmares. Also says, uh, follow your gut instinct about certain doors. Also, check what's on your person. Describe what you're wearing. Check your pockets. You might have keys, trinkets, anything. You never know. They might be useful in your exploration or at the very least symbolic. Also, not all things in your mind are benevolent towards you. I'm pretty sure you know that. But I thought I'd remind you. It's good to ask yourself questions. Sometimes these manifested characters can be quite revealing. Okay. And yeah, also always pay attention to the doors. This will give you a clue as to what waits for you inside. Note the door handles, any imperfections, unusual color, shape, size, the temperature of the door handle. So, um, Hmm. yeah, happy exploration, they say. So that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Yeah, we're going to lead you down Mm. into the doors of your mind. God damn it. Okay. It's going to say it's a Halloween. It's a Halloween thing because, (laughs) because of where I'm going. Yep. Shit's fucked in there. I'm not going to do this live on air. No, we can. That's why I said we should pause it. I'm going to I'm saying this into the. Okay. I'm saying this to the listener because they <laughs> want to hear it. And I yes. need to explain why. Okay. Yes, yes, to. yes. I'm not going to do this live on air. It's that's. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to um, we're going to do the thing. I'm going to I'm going to get all hypnotized and temple rubbed and 
And then I may or may not tell you all about what I see, depending on how it goes. I don't know what's in there. Yep. We'll see. But I reserve, like, right, we, this isn't a bit, not planning it. So I literally don't know if we have more content after this or not, or if we just run away because we completely overpromised and underdelivered, or because I just, maybe I just don't want everybody to see what I find in there. Right. Well, That's let's kind of see. What I'm worried about. Let's explore it. I know, like, I have a thing about clocks. Well, so the fact that it's mentioned is like, hmm. I'm thinking about it now. Right. I'm thinking about a clock. All right. I like clocks. Grandfather clocks. Well, maybe they're not so bad. <laughs> I like them. We I'd don't know. Like, wow, that's cool. I don't know what the big deal is. Just that person had trying. a hang up about clocks. I'm going to fucking think. All right. Maybe they're not so bad. We'll be back shortly. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we just we just did the did the thing. Welcome yep. back, and uh, yeah, goddamn Willow hypnotized me. I always knew I could do it. You fucking did. I, I, <laughs> I've always had this knowing that I would just be good at hypnotizing people. And what do you know? Well, you've kind of like since you first ever started talking about nonsense, you've hinted at the hypnotism thing. And I've, I yes. never thought I was one who could. Okay, so that was weird. So we just did a weird thing, and yeah, you know, uh, to get a, uh, this is this is uh, this is raw. This is that we don't even know what's gonna happen when we decide to do this shit. Oh, and I didn't even rub your temples either. I thought you didn't. Did I? I thought you might have at first. Maybe not. Was I? I don't remember doing it. Oh no, because you had headphones on. Yeah. So I didn't even. Yeah. But yeah, so, so you, it, it even worked without the rubbing of the temple. Yeah, you just got well. You got that golden voice, dude. <laughs> Don't I know it? <laughs> yeah, so you just, Ooh, baby. <laughs> so yeah, so we just went on an exploratory journey of the mind, the doors of the mind, and well, you decided to modify this by adding a hyp- uh, hypnotic induction and flute music. Yes, yeah. to really fully submerge you into the trance-like state that I believe is required to access the doors to the mind. Yes. And I've never been one who, I'm an arrogant prick and I, I'm like, I'm, I couldn't get hypnotized and shit. But this, I wanted to get hypnotized. Yeah. That makes all the difference. It really yeah. does. So yeah, so we d- did this thing where I mm-hmm. laid on a pillow in her lap and she brought me down and relaxed me deeper and deeper. And I said, yeah, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. From head, <laughs> from the top of your head to the tip of your toe. Mm-hmm. Nice and... Relaxed. And uh, what was super cool about the hypnosis thing, you did this very well, is that like, you know, as you're relaxing all the muscles in your body, the the hypnotist is uh, describing to you what you are in fact experiencing. So you, you know, your brain starts to associate what they're saying with what is happening, right? Yeah. That was something I noticed. uh, And then now that I'm all relaxed and it's taken a long time and all this shit and, uh, it's 11-11. They're watching us. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag in on it. Our fucking regular series is way more scary than our Halloween Yes. We're on some new age flute music with our Halloween special. That's where we want to go to get away I know. from the terrifying reality that is our real lives. <laughs> <laughs> this All is right. our escape. Mm-hmm. 
escape from escape to the doors of your mind. Yes. I'm so glad I didn't meet Saint Germain in my fucking in the doors of my goddamn mind. All right. Right. Yeah. No. Honestly, God, no. imagine. That's the worst. Thank God. So, yeah. After you got me all fucking hypnotized and relaxed, then you said like, "Okay, you're in a fucking long hallway." And yeah. The thing is, like, I've done enough meditation and visualization work and and shit. Never with really another person before. I'm kind of used to the idea that uh, like it's it, it's oh it's you and your imagination. Like that's what it, right. that's what it is. Like it is your imagination. So like you kind of just gotta like trust whatever it is you're imagining, whatever it is, even if you mm-hmm. feel that you're making it up because you and won't. just roll with it. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. And I'm kind of I'm sorry to report that like my hallway is not a Halloween hallway. No, <laughs> it's just it wasn't not. a spooky hallway. It sounded quite nice actually. It was spooky in its own right, but yeah, like I I knew where I was you know supposed to be going to this hallway, so I started. Imagine it like before I was kind of told to go there. And then by the time Willow said, okay, like t- tell me what this hallway looks like. You know, I'd, I had to be like, what, should I pick a different hallway? Cause I went there too soon. And I was like, no, this is, I'm standing in the hallway, the hallway this, this that you're right. in. And what it was is like garden, kind of like the secret garden or something. And it was all these vines and stuff. And they were, we were wrapping around all these like old wooden doors that like. Was there like a ceiling or is it just like opens up to the sky? It was like. No, it was like a vine ceiling, but the gaps between where the vines were thick opened were really up to, open. and the sky it opened up to was like this. It gave me equal impressions of blue and yellow. Okay, uh, that's the only way I can kind of describe. What did the it. ground look like? The ground was a dirt path, like a smooth, packed down reddish brown. Cool. Yeah, yeah, like it was well maintained and okay cured, and like the doors were all these like like the doors to Bilbo Baggins. Hobbit House and Lord of the Rings, like these oval, you know, half oval wooden doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were like all draped in like these you know, old, like there's like a stone rim around it and there's moss and spindly vines growing over that, you know, stone archway around these uh, wooden doors and shit. It was all like, it was super vivid. And like these images like popped into my mind as soon as you told me to imagine it. It was like, mm-hmm. You know, the whole thing had a sense of immediacy where I knew, like, I was, you know, I committed to this thing, so I right. had to have something to say. And so I was, these things I, were able Like, to as soon as you're head, prompted, like, Which you is, know. what's in, that's what's in your head. Like, yep. that's the whole point. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you are forcing it, and it's the forcing it that. It's a really cool sort of guided uh, meditation slash hypnosis. Yeah, well, the exercise Practice, is seeing yeah. what comes to your fucking the right. Forefront, right? Yeah, and like and no, I there was there was some weirdness to it. Like the first door you had me open, I walked in and there was like it was a wooden door that was sort of like rotted ish or what? No, no. It, was, it was like Just cedar, old. So it was like moisture resist. It was like a, it was made for that environment. Oh, okay. And therefore, it was old. It it was just up. old, but it, yeah, was it was in solid. good condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there was tarnish on the on the handle, mm-hmm. and like the door was had been there for a fucking while. Maybe had to have a latch replaced or some shit. But like, yeah, but that was the sense I got that it was fucking sturdy, okay, and lasting. And I opened the shit. It looked like like an old like southern city or something, or like um fucking uh, uh Saint Augustine in Florida, like that old Spanish stonework and shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. And the uh, the fucking moss and and shit. I've always had a thing with jungles and like. Yeah, clearly. Uh, yeah, that's I, interesting that that's, you know, the hallway that you 
you oh, know. Jungles, man. Yep. Always have ever since I was a little jungle, kid. Man. Like, I would like dream about like living in like an African jungle or maybe an Indian jungle somewhere. It's always just someplace I was fascinated with. All right. But this was much more temperate. And like, so first yeah. door. First door I walk in and there's like this pool of water and a big tree. I bet it's the fucking Deku tree from goddamn Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I'm sure that's where I got it from. It's a giant ass tree with a branch sticking out over the pool. And there's some fucking bitch sitting over that pool. Yeah, on a branch. <laughs> yeah, there's a, uh, there's like this, there's a girl sitting on a branch that crooks down. And she's wearing pool. black. Black shirt, pink shorts. Pink she shorts. has a long, I don't, didn't get a good look at her face. Black hair, ovular, oval head shape. I don't know. Ovular. A long oval head. Yeah. Long oval. Ooh, that's like, I don't know how. That's a weird way to describe it. Like she wasn't like, I didn't. Yeah. You didn't see her face face or anything. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird. Um, I didn't know who that was though. Yeah. She's just a girl in there. That like, it was just. Sitting over the pool. Was it a pool or was it just a body of water? It was, well, oh, it was like a woodland pool. Like it was, uh, you know, like a. Like a bill- There's probably carp in there or something. Okay. You know. Cool. Yeah. Behind her was- That's interesting. Uh, behind her, when I looked to the right, I got uncomfortable there because I didn't- There was no face coming or it, I wasn't getting anything more from that scene. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like there was nothing beyond that environment. Right, right, right. Like, like you almost couldn't walk behind the pool or something? Well, it was just that like- It was like- I was like, I should have more details about this other entity- Right. But I don't know a goddamn thing. And I know something that that you said when you were laying there and in your trance state. And it was very interesting to watch what your eyes were doing also, because I instructed you to have your eyes closed. Mm -hmm. But also it looked like your eyes were doing this thing where they were almost like darting around and doing the thing that your eyes do in, in REM sleep where your eyes, you know, that's what they're doing is they're moving rapidly, except you were kind of doing it with your eyes half open. They were like, I, I could tell that there was light getting through. It was like, like you was were using the, the, the light in the room to sort of like pull it in and help you form those to, and I don't visual know, like I, experiences. To me, my eyes were closed. And I was like, I can't close these anymore. Yeah, no. I... Because I noticed that, like, your eyes were open and you were, like, looking up and, like, your eyes were fluttering. Well, from my perspective, my eyes were, like, t- clamping down, like, twitching down and, like, moving on their, like... Yeah. It wasn't like they were looking in directions. Like, the They were fluttering like were crazy. Just, like, squeezing every, like... Yeah, it was very like, interesting. Fourth of a second, third of a second. And, like... And you mentioned point, that like, like, you felt it was her space. At this point, you either believe me or you don't. Like, well, I just did a weird thing, so I'm not going to qualify any of this shit. Like, yeah. this is fucking raw radio, man. We do this shit. We do this shit live. I'm bearing my literal fucking soul for you it's people. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's a trance experience. Yeah, but it was super, it was super strange because I felt that the twitching of the eye muscles and shit every time I needed to look at something. Right. Because I felt the pressure from you as the hypnotist to, like, I had the answer. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all the experiment must be carried through, you know? And- I think it's also important to note that there were outside distractions like a cat meowing and stuff, but enough so that you were able to mention it and I was able to draw you back into the experience. Yeah, I felt like either I just like pretend this isn't happening or I just like say, no, I am in, in this experience. And like, Right, and I'm going to choose to get back to it. So, all right. So briefly, like the going through the rest of it is um, 
So you leave the first room. Well, first I looked past the tree and, and the girl. And I saw this like, <sighs> it was like this stone wall with another stone door in it. And behind it, the jungle opened up into this fucking night sky. And upon seeing this, I started fucking crying. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Which I didn't notice. Right. And I was like, Jesus Christ, she thinks probably thinks I'm like putting this on or whatever. I was so sure that like. No, I yeah, didn't yeah, notice yeah. at all. So. Then I'm like, I'm overwhelmed and it like feels like I'm getting more relaxed. So I walk back out and I go into the second door and it looks all ostentatious and regal and shit and like fancy. It's a fancier door. Let's just say that. Right. Open it up, back back out through there. It's this whole like fucking landscape of like kind of pyramidal hills with rivers running down them in the background and all this fucking valley. It sounds almost shit. like a painting. Yeah. It was very much like that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to go into everything that happened because it's like explaining a dream. Right. You know, but I had a weird experience in that room. And then I had a weird experience in the next room. It seemed like there were certain points at which I was trying to force it. And then certain points at which I realized I needed to just let go and just say the thing and feel the thing, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And when I did, that's when weird shit started to happen. One of the weird things was I found a, a little grotto by a, giant river and found a little origami crane that when I first found it was like a million petaled lotus and I picked it up and then it turned into a little origami crane and I put it in my pocket, my vest pocket and I walked yeah. out of there and then I walked back up and out and into the vine hallway and down to the next door and I opened it up and it was this big pine grove with these huge fucking pines and it was like this uh, rustic stage setup, like a boy scout camp, which I used to go to. There's no one there. It was not, I described it as an amphitheater, but it was perfectly flat perfectly uh and i didn't know what the fuck to do i was starting to get a little weirded out by this place and then you asked what, if there's anything i thought i should do or i forget if you specifically asked about the origami crane um but i just reminded you that right. you have it on you i thought about it as like yeah you, know, you asked why did i think i received it as i called because someone sent it to me but then i started to think like oh well it's my job to send it on its way somewhere else yeah, it was funny. You said you were like, I think I, I asked, um, like, well, why do you have it? And you were like, well, because someone put it there, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> I mean, come on. I think my, my feeling, if, yeah. if I didn't say it, my feeling was someone sent it. Right. It seemed like you, you were very certain that like, well, uh, you know, someone put it there for me. Yeah. Well, because it was a, it's a, that's a very specific, yeah. weird little object. Mm hmm. It was just floating there in the river. Right. And I like, I ended up climbing one of the large pine trees and this all happens in dream time too. So it's like, I decide to climb the tree and then I'm, you know, I've climbed it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I put the fucking crane on the branch and then it was like, I didn't want to be super lame. So I didn't want it to turn into like a flying thing and fly off. I think is why I was just like, I know what it's going to do. Yeah. And I was it like, it doesn't do that. I put it there and I turned around and I was just already on the ground looking back at what should be the door back to the hallway but instead it's this like i see this big crazy gate with like made of metal and stuff with uh you know very ornate and shit and either side are like all these people that i don't know but i very quickly realized that they all it all looks 2d it all looks super flat yeah like a painting and beyond this gate is like this neon colored city it looks like a fucking like whoville or something with all these like weird dr seuss shapes but it's like glowing and shit yeah it looks like fucking ra- uh, Rave Night in Whoville. 
is seen from afar. That's so what you don't happens see what's when you put the crane the... on top of the pine tree. Turns ne- into neon Whoville. Well, no, that's the thing. Cause like I was trying to describe this whole thing and I was doing a shit job and I started falling out of the trance. And then I tried to like look hard at it. It, it sort of crept away and started dissolving. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I almost, I wanted to end it there. I was like, I don't like. You can't end like it this. until you exit the room, though. You have to, like, you know, make your mm. exit, go back to the hallway, and then be brought out of the trance. Like, that's the yeah. thing about it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is but- that like you have to sort of just accept it and sink back into it? Right, which is the feeling that I I had. But it, was, it was hard at that point. I was just I, there was points where I didn't fucking like what was happening for some reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. So this like screen this mat of like these people who i don't know couldn't describe who villains who's mm-hmm. yeah because i am the fucking grinch that stole christmas <laughs> <laughs> but this whole thing disappears and i find myself standing in front of the original one of the original very basic ass doors yeah just the standard ass fucking door with the beautiful moss and shit a lot of moss oh i forgot that one yeah to get to that door i remember like it i walked out of that big beautiful landscape and then Looked to the right, and it was like the bridge kept going, but it got more and more sparse. Like the hallway kept going, but it got more and more sparse, more and more open. But it was still like that jungle bridge was mm-hmm. carrying me further. And you said it was also like getting darker. Yeah, it was like a moonish landscape, like a mm-hmm. a, a weird alien planet of all these yeah. different colors. And like, and the it was the sky. same door as the first door, except newer, you said. Yeah, when it grew out of the ground. Like when I needed a door, it like popped up. Yeah. But it was like, it, it felt like the forest was there, but was always going to be there, but it was sparser. Yeah. If, I mean, like to be perfectly honest, the metaphor of the jungle and the forest is like the metaphor of home and like the metaphor of, you know, things you carry with you from where you. Right. And shit. Like, you know, without, I'm not going to get too deep into that because that's, you know, that's for me. Right. Not for you, you fucking. You Indeed. Fucking that's for me. So, yeah. At, by the end of it, at the end of it, um. There was a moment where I, I realized something about something I had seen earlier. And like there was just like this. It wasn't it wasn't because of sadness or anything. It was it was just because of like a release of something. But like, yeah, I just started cr- not crying, but just pouring tears in a right. steady stream. Yeah. Like with no movement. Just I've just- had that happen during hypnosis as well, where you're in trance and you're not moving at all you're not making any sound but your face is just like soaking wet with tears and like you can't stop it and it's just like a thing that's happening and you're like well okay i guess that's happening yeah no that's the end like i mean when you when you cry like your your muscles are clenching and shit and like all this you know you're you're bawling right and so it's not coming these tears are coming down in two steady just lines yeah. It was just like, it was fucking weird. But it like, dude, and you counted down from 10 to 1 to bring me out of it once I was back in the hallway. Yeah. And then I woke up and I immediately started moving. And the weirdest fucking part of all of this is that since you did that, I feel like I got the best sleep of my life. Nice. Like my legs are bouncing. I'm like I love so that. insanely energized from where I was. Awesome. Yeah. Like I feel wiry and like bad, like, I don't know, electric. And that's fucking really cool. I like I. So the thing is, I have literally no fucking idea, really, what any of those symbols or anything mean. It's shit I was making up on the spot because I had to. 
because I was playing a, a game, doing an exercise, where yep, that was my doing job. Doing a recipe. I had to say what came to my head in that fucking moment. So what those things are only mean shit to me, right? Yeah. Like, let, you know, it only means shit to me. And I don't even really know what that is. The cool fucking thing, though, is that you can do this shit. You can have something. If you agree to do this, you can do a thing where you have a fucking intense experience of your own making. Yes. Um, that can make you feel really energized and fucking ready to ready to party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So with that, I think we should just move into the next section. Yeah. We're going to get real fucking dark real quick. Where's my whiskey? So we have now looked at modern internet magic rituals. We've talked about them as creepy pastas, as uh, fun games to play in the dark. The length of this episode will uh, not give you a full scope of what we've done to record it. That's true. We've been drinking. It's taken a while. Yeah, we had to pause and we did we did the recipe and the recipe took a long time took to cook. Took a while. But, you know, once we were done cooking it, we had an interesting meal. We sure did. And now, I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back in time some because we've seen how this sort of stuff has proliferated <laughs> proliferated proliferated yeah. on the internet. We've seen how effective it can be. Now, this isn't an invention of the internet. This isn't anything. I brought a book with me. I flapped the pages. Yes, so I heard it. Yes. This book is called Pick-A-Trix. Pick-A-Trix. That sounds like, it reminds me of Kid, kid Picks. <laughs> is that the computer game? Right? Or like Trick Cereal? Wait, cl- kid Pick Tricks. This sounds like a whole bunch of childish shit smack. It does. Pick-a-trix. Which is hilarious for- It sounds like a Pokemon. It fucking wicked does. Pick-a-trix. Pick-a-trix, wicked does. And Water Portal would get along. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) (laughs) That was forever ago. Yeah, it was. Complete Pick-a-trix. This is an old fucking grimoire. An old book of black magic. Um, I'm using the- the nice paperback uh, that uh, translated by John Michael Greer and Christopher Warnock. It's fucking great. So what this thing is, it's about what, 300 pages. Um, this was found in Moorish Spain between 8 and 900 AD or CE if you want to be an asshole about it. Actually, I don't know which one's being an asshole about it. We don't know much about this book, who wrote it. But we know it's old. It's fucking old. It's fucking old. And it contains recipes. Yeah. And rituals. This is the quintessential, or one of the quintessential old-ass wizard's recipe book, old-ass grimoire, in that it describes operative magic. These are things you can do to make shit happen. Now, the other thing about this book, anyone who knows about it is shitting their pants right now because they think, I'm about to do something very fucking stupid. The thing about Picatrix, and by the way, the name, um, the best guess uh, is, the, I guess the explanation that makes the most sense is it's probably the dude's name who wrote it. Shit. It's old Arabic magic translated from Arabic into broken uh, Spanish Latin. And then into English? And then into English in like the 1200s. Oh, great. Is okay, good. Into English. Uh, so Surely that's very accurate. People have been able to figure it out. There's some, there's some decent 
translation work. But that's the thing about all these old grimoires is there's there's either pages missing because it's just been yeah. buried in the dirt or That adds whatever. to the mystique, adds to the fun. It does. This book is, uh, it's a book of astrological magic, meaning it all deals with the planets and okay. shit. But it uses old classical astrology, not cool. modern astrology. And this is also the book that H.P. Lovecraft's ne- Necronomicon is probably based on. Even cooler. Appropriate for the shirt that you're wearing. Yeah, I didn't even, I'm just I'm wearing a... Providence, weird since 1636 shirt with all tentacles over, yes. over the city of Providence. Spooky city. But the th- the reason why occultists are shitting their pants is because Picatrix was written with protection. The recipes, of which there are both ritual recipes and potion recipes, some of them have deliberate mistakes. As like a fail-safe almost, uh, or like a protect. A protective measure, I guess, because against people that haven't done the research. If if this is all true, if this is all real, yeah. then this is very fucking dangerous. <laughs> because this isn't some explore your mind shit. Yeah. This is some- But it is. This is some how to make an image to destroy a city shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that yeah. is, yeah. This is magical super weapon shit. Right. Like doors to the mind is- that this is that's nice. Some of these with the make the devil enter your dog so it can talk to you. That's some fucked up shit. Dude, this shit is so old. Yeah. It is so old and so fucking old testament. Like it is fucking brutal. It is sacrifices and you can burn down a fucking city with the power of the spooky. Okay. Draw on the right picture. Also, you can draw a picture to catch a fish, and those two recipes are very ne- like they're right next to each other, and it's literally just draw a picture of a fish. Yeah, you can do time. both draw of them on the same day. Why not? Have a crazy weekend. Yeah. So some of the recipes are wrong, meaning that like there's one particular recipe in here for a potion, a mm-hmm. a, a curative, a heal, a cure all. It's actually a recipe for a cyanide potion. And if you had studied magic, if you knew shit, you would know that oh essence of almond will kill you yeah because it's cyanide so if you were a student if you were an initiate you would know where the mistakes were right right like and if you, you worth, don't yeah they might kill you yeah or do worse shit because those mistakes were or kill someone else were in the ritual magic recipes too yeah so you know again like whether you believe it or not like just for halloween's sake imagine that it's all real right and so like you, you know you believe this shit's happening so you put these Imagine like realizing that you might have like pissed off the wrong god afterwards because you mm-hmm. were doing. But it also has a really interesting similarity to, especially like some of the Three Kings shit and like the Three Kings, the water, the water tor- turtle, water, water turtle, turtle portal, <laughs> the, water, the turtle water portal, turtle water portal. Um, and I think it's really cool how these things um, have have progressed. So I'm gonna read some. Remember, you know, don't do this. And also, you're not going to see the symbols to draw, so you're not going to know. But I don't give a shit. Do what you do. What you got to do. <laughs> I told. I gave you the warning. This shit's cool as fuck. So, like I said, this is a book about of astrological magic. So it's all about interacting with the spirits of the planets, and it has a very different. This is like a very different thing than like you know the Lesser Key of Solomon, that kind of ritual shit. This is yeah. much older, much more brutal. So this is um, from chapter two. What vigor the spirit of the moon brings to this inferior world and what ought to be done with each of the seven planets. This is a... What this is this ritual for? This is how one can speak with the spirits of the moon Oh, when it is in Aries. And there's different ones for each of the zodiac signs. All right. When you wish to attract the virtue and power of the moon when she is in Aries, at the hour when she is completely risen, 
because that is better and more useful for your petition. And that very hour, put on a crown and go to a green and watery place near the banks of a river or running water. I'm creeped out. Yeah. Take with you a rooster with a divided crest. Which I don't will, like it. Which you will behead with the bone of another rooster. As you must not in any way touch that rooster with iron. Turn your face to the moon, for this is a very great secret among them. And them refers to uh, the Chaldeans and Egyptians. Put in front of yourself two iron thuribles full of burning coals, in which you should cast successively grains of incense so that the smoke rises up toward the moon. Then stand upright between the censers and say, You, O moon, luminous, honored, lovely, who with your light shatters the shadows, you ascend in your rising and fill every horizon with your light and beauty. I come to you humbly, seeking wealth, for which I humbly ask you. Here state your petition. Then take ten steps forward, always looking at the moon, and repeating the aforesaid words. Carry one of the thuribles with you, into which you should cast four ounces of storax. I don't know what the fuck a storax is. I don't know what a thurible is. Me neither. I, what I think is it's burning. It's a burning coal thing. So okay. you're walking forward, throwing more incense and shit into the coals and making okay. an acrid smoke, right? <laughs> then burn your sacrifice, the rooster you beheaded. Oh, jeez. And draw the following figures on a leaf of cannabis with the ashes of the sacrifice okay. and a small amount of crocus. And like crocus, you here, say. Here's the. Uh, here's how we're ensuring our listeners from danger. I can't transmit the symbols. Yeah. Then burn the leaf. Uh, once as the smoke rises, you will see before you the figure of a handsome man, dressed in the finest clothes, standing between the thuribles, to whom you should address your petition, and it will be fulfilled by him. At any time after this, when you wish to ask something of him, repeat the working just given, and the aforesaid form will appear to you and answer your questions. And answer your questions, you say. And do shit for you. Does that sound like anything familiar? That sounds, that's, yeah, I don't even want to get into it, but no. yeah. Yeah. This is Halloween. We're getting terrifying with this shit, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. You didn't like that, did you? <laughs> no, I did. It's just spooky. It's spooky as fuck, dog. All right, here's some more selections from this shit. And also, these fucking things are all to answer your questions. These three kings rituals. Yeah. And it also... Knowledge is power. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it at all. So there's other stuff. Um, I like it if you know what you're doing and you know that you're okay. just accessing your so, inner self. But if you don't know that and you're just this like. This style of magic is not accessing your inner self. And Yeah, in no, this is like because you're fucking uh, beheading shit and then throwing it in a fire and looking up at the moon and reciting all right. this stuff. And you are re- you're trying to access a different place. Right. So, and open up access to, to somewhere that is not this place world right well the introduction to this book greer and warnock uh you know make very clear that this is a totally different cosmology and way of doing things than modern magic modern magic is all about accessing your mind and the shit we were talking right. about earlier and especially the fact that you can only do this on a particular day when like the moon is in aries and it might not even be a particular day it has to some some of these have to be when the moon is on the eastern horizon in the certain sign and all this shit it might only come around once to every 20 years right you know? so that makes it even more like jam-packed with specialness right and they make very clear like, that, that, you know, this is about petitioning the macrocosmos. This is other things. These things are not you. And you're trying to yeah. get them to do some shit for you. So. Especially creepy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the yeah. fact, like wearing a crown and going down to the river mm-hmm. when the moon is at, it's, full, and, oh, it's, it's creepy. It's 834 CE. You know, it's, yeah. it's the year 834. It's really, I, I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit's brutal. Now, they, uh, there's also some 
basically talismanic magic where you make a picture of the thing and do a thing to that picture. Yep. And it will do a thing. So yep, these are yep, these yep. are short. So I'm going to read a uh, read a few. Okay. Um, see, let's start off with a. Do you want a dark one or a, do you want a dark one or a nice one? Dark one. An image to cause a servant to love his master. Okay. That wasn't the darkness I was going for. But that's kind of dark. That's an interesting talisman. All right. What else you got? Uh, this uh, has to do with. Um, some astrological bullshit. Oh, a whole bunch of astrological bullshit that doesn't make good radio. Yeah, just but you make name some, images, some of the names of them. You make two images, you join them together, embracing them and bury them in the place of the person whose love the other desires. Basic ass love binding yeah. spell, you know. An image to cause cities to grow and make them prosper. Cool. An image for the destruction of an enemy. And this one I really like. Okay. Just the way it's written. I yeah. just love this sentence. So this is an image for the destruction of a city. So make an image in the hour of Saturn. When the ascendant of the city is rising, okay. with an info is more astrological bullshit, right? Yeah, like when the city was founded. Yeah, is, well, it's not yeah. even about. It's just like all these very particular astrological coordinates and shit. Well, when the ascendant of the of the city. Yeah, 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 and then very specific aspects to that yeah. ascendant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. The <clears throat> ascendant. You were explaining the ascendant of the city. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I'm stoned and reading out a picture. That's okay. Like, that's what I imagine the ascendant of the city means. Yeah, no, that's exactly what that is. It's when the city was founded. And this sentence I fucking love. When the image is made, bury it in the middle of the city and you will see miracles. Wow. I love that. Cool. Except it's the destruction of a city. It's just so fucking... That's... That language is so fucking dark. You will see miracles. Yeah, to destroy a city, bury destruction, destruction. and you will rub your hands together like an old-timey villain. I can just see this, like, image of a dude burying the picture in a city in his robes and shit. Yeah. And you will see miracles, just fucking lightning and a fire and goddamn. It's brutal. So, my point with this is we've grown soft. Yeah. As a species. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my point. We should go back. We should go back to the old ways. I don't know. (laughs) Some of these rituals are more hardcore than others. There's one where you can summon a a dead school shooter. I don't know who's going to show up. It's just ask a school shooter. You just outraged me for sure. Yeah. Some some of these are real crazy. That's fucked up. I'm all set with that. Fuck that. Yep. So I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we've had a lot of fun today. We sure have. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, this is fun. You know, be safe cooking up these recipes. Yeah. If you do. Be careful, man. You're never going to learn how to throw fireballs. That kind of magic doesn't exist. No. It's not real. Oh, but you can, um, you can cross wires if you're not careful. Just be, be safe. Or... You could place the burden of your sins and actions onto someone else. Don't do with that. With the scapegoat ritual. No. Or you could communicate with the spirit of a dragon. You could do so many things. All right. We haven't gotten soft. All right. We're worse than ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, guys. Well, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yes. My favorite holiday. Fuck yeah. Take care. Take care. Be well. Uh, Peace out. See ya.